Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Forever. Dog. Whoa, warning, man. The following podcast features fun, sun, and surfing cavemen. Grab your lotion or oil or your tanning butter as we breathe along the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk with guest Kelly Nugent. Hey, Cowabunga, man. This podcast the ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast that today will try to focus on actual rides and not a store called the Octopus's Garden Gift Shop. <laughs> My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Under the Sea, Jason Sheridan. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, between the Octopus's Garden and like all of the long gone closed stuff mm. and just just the past, the past looms large We're at this destination. Rides. We're going to try. Okay, uh, Scott Gardner here as well. I know, it's it's a good thing there's some very good rides because it'd be easy to get lost in the woods. I, lo- I want to know about this gift shop, though. I, I yeah. didn't previously, so we're going to have to carve out some time. Anytime. I, I, the, the podcast veer, dangerously veers into Ringo Starr obsession territory with me a lot. And again, I'm trying. If you hear... Like me going, it's like I want to talk about Ringo and this gift shop, which I assume he knows a lot about and definitely gave his blessing to. Personally approved. Uh, Yeah, a lot of Ringo lately, a lot of Leno. (laughs) Obviously, Buffett Beach Boy is always around the corner, but we know we know the topic. We we will stay, and there's such good rides here. So we promise we'll be good. Very good rides. Of course, I did discover that the nearby sand. Uh, Sun and Sand Inn offers cookies every day from three to five, but mm. we'll get to the lodging uh, if yeah. it comes to it. There's um, so only we, a couple. Dang. Let's bring in our guest to prevent me from talking about Ringo Starr's solo music career and all the songs that I like that I feel like people don't appreciate it enough. Um, but so <laughs> I, I will not. I do it. myself. Yes, that's <laughs> I'm your friend, and I don't bring the guest in. This will make me not have to talk about this. Uh, you know her from the podcasts Exile and Teen Creeps, ladies and gentlemen. It's Kelly Nugent. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for doing the show. Uh, thanks for talking about a place that we all wish we could visit. Ah, oh, wish I was there. Wish I was there. I do feel bad um, because I know you were like begging for anyone to give you a reason to not talk about Ringo, but I did have a question upon hearing what you said. I yes. was like, is that an actual uh, gift shop? 
I looked at the website and it said that's what the name of the give, uh, gift shop is called. And I got very excited because it's a Beatles reference. So, yes, that is real. I did not make that up. Uh, I would sound you... like someplace I would make up, but I did not. Okay. I don't mean to derail straight off, but like, no, do we please. know what kind of product they sell? Like, is it specific to Ringo? No, it's, it's not stuff? specific to Ringo. I wish it was all Ringo star hats and shirts. So that would be incredible. Uh, it says Santa Cruz inspired clothing, hats, stickers, and gifts, as well as a wide selection of sunglasses and sundries. Yeah. Um, all of the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk, uh, Stores seem to sell similar surf-inspired uh, items. But if it was like Surf Ringo and he was like peace and love while he was on a surfboard in the water, I mean, that would the sales would triple, quadruple. So I th- we're throwing that idea out for, for these places for free if they want them. They got a Darth Vader, um, and it says, may the, may the surf be with you. Um, <laughs> so that's cool. I don't think that's... Why Darth for that, though? I guess it's not force, so he. I guess he, he might say, "May the surf be with you." <laughs> it's a little, it's a little muddy, but yeah, uh, whatever. Hey, it looks cool. Nobody's thinking about it that hard. I shouldn't either. Yeah. So yeah, not not Ringo specific, as far as we know. Maybe there is a Ringo section in there, but I don't know. I'm hoping I haven't. I mean, been... missed opportunity. Missed opportunity if they don't have it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, at least, obviously, they would have cute octopus stuff, and it would be, uh, you know, lines from the song, maybe. If, yeah. If that's kids, kids, that could, kid could wear that and not be beaten up at school. <laughs> like a child, a young child would go with a Ringo Starship and be like, this is the coolest. Like, if I had a son, he'd be like, daddy says this is the coolest celebrity on the planet. A yeah. 90-year-old Ringo Star. And then the kid's just <laughs> right in his stomach, punched right Well, in I also stomach. just, I, I feel like it's such a... Because you know how you see all those um, like tweets that are like, what if you old kids don't even know who blah, blah, blah is? Right. Like, I feel like there would be such little context that maybe this hypothetical son could fly under the radar and people would just be like, okay, man, I mean, whatever. You think that's cool? Yeah. We, you're, who yeah, is you, that? You're saying I'm, my references will be so out of it. Yes. Yeah. By that point, that the yeah. kids won't even know to make fun of this right, exactly. hypothetical son of mine. Uh, so yeah, he may be fine. He may be. He may. Oh, okay, he's got that older man on his shirt. That must be a cool guy. I've never heard of. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a good. That's a dream I can hold on to at least. Mm. Um, but we're talking Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk today. Yes. Um, a place that none of the hosts have been. <gasps> I've Wait, been, you've never been there? I've or I've been, been at I've been at the beach part, but it was I I did not have time to go to the amusement park part. I know that it was beautiful and chill, but I didn't know uh, how wonderful some of these rides were and uh, and a lot of the mythology and everything. Uh, so I really wish I'd, I'd I'd gotten to go. But but Kelly, you've been clearly. Uh, yes. What's, what's what's your story with this place? Okay, I do feel. Tricky being the person that wants to talk about this because I didn't grow up in Santa Cruz. I don't have like these childhood memories of like, oh my God, you know, me and my friends used to go to the boardwalk. First of all, I was not allowed to do anything when I was a kid. So, like, I wasn't, I, even if I lived near it, I would not have been at the boardwalk. You weren't allowed um, to have stories growing up? <laughs> yeah, no. No, I mean, I, my stories were like, I sat at a dining room table and like stared at a math book and was sad <laughs> so what a story. Like alone uh yeah it was great um the 
I went there for the first time probably in college because a friend of mine's like family lived out there. So we went there to visit it. Um, and that visit, I think I did the whole gamut of rides. I did like all the different rides, the, um, the big old roller coaster, classic giant dipper. It's like a wooden roller coaster, uh, shared lap bar with the person that you're sitting next to. So if you are someone who's smaller like me and I was sitting next to someone who was like six, four or something, I did fear for my life, like going down the drop because it was safe for him, but it was not safe for me, but also it's the boardwalk. So who cares? Right. You know, that's but the thrill. So safe. I, yeah. I hate to say this though. This is an attraction that it's been around for a long time. So it's had a lot of opportunities to yes. kill people and it has yes. killed three people. So <gasps> yeah, I hate to tell you that now, but you're off. You're not on it now. So everything's Woo! okay. But again, like, you know, there's Disney rides that haven't killed anybody, but they haven't been around as long. There's yes. a, a century of opportunity for death. So, yes. uh, and most of them were a long time ago before there were better safety standards. So yeah, really I'm sure yeah. nothing to worry about now. No bars, yeah. maybe. Simultaneously, no bars. a historical landmark along with the carousel, yes. the giant dipper. Yes. A historical landmark. Mm -hmm. The, um, in fact, the picture, I, I wonder if I can ever find it because they snap a picture of you as you go down. I swear my jaw is like unhinged because I was truly shrieking for my life because I was suspended in air and was just gripping with my hands on the lap bar because I was like, oh, I will just fly out of the top of this car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that would be interesting. I mean, you should find that because I would... I, there's like a newer Six Flags coaster that like has like really strong restraints and, and it mm. still felt like I was flying out of it. It was the Twisted Colossus. Mm. Uh, and I would like to see what older technology to restrain someone in looks like. <laughs> it's just a lap bar. Yeah, it's just a metal. It's just the, the shared, it's like one. Mm -hmm. So you just pull it down to whomever has taller legs and then... <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and by the time you realize it, the, there's like a teenager that's like, okay, go. And then it's just going. And you're like, oh, but I'm not. It's fine. Yeah. The Santa Cruz teens who work there yeah. are not so uh, diligent, maybe, as far as safety. Um, no. I assume At also, least they weren't when I was in college. Yeah. I bet they haven't changed. <laughs> well, they do yes. go out of their way on the website to say they have four engineers Every day, oh. like checking on this thing every, every few day. hours. Yeah. What? Like on call, <laughs> they have full time uh, like mechanics. And There's stuff. also a full medical staff on call all the time <laughs> for this ride. He's listing all the things they have a defibrillator in case your heart stops. And... The, the medical staff does the transport on the sky glider, though. So it will take a significant time, a significant yeah, amount of they time. They have to wait then, in line, yeah. too. So. They've they got to wait to in line. Them. And if it stops, you know, it could be upwards of 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kelly, yeah. when you went on this, is this one of those things where, like, you were terrified and you were like, I'm not going on that again? Or it was like right back in line. Oh, I was never going to go on that ride ever again in my life. Got it. Okay, um, so it was that kind of thing. Mm, it was scary. Like, I truly was. It was one of those things where, so I, I was in college at the time. So I was like, oh, this is like fun and scary. And then we didn't go on that ride again. And then for my, uh, like, bachelorette trip, basically my uh, three best friends arranged a, like, um, spooky tour of the California coast. And so we mm -hmm. went to go see all these like haunted places and also went to the Santa Cruz boardwalk. 
And as an adult, I saw that ride and I was like, I will not be riding mm. that ride again. <laughs> like so now that I'm in my 30s, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Going yeah. to perish. Interesting. So, yeah, you were not looking to conquer it. That was, no, you were no. done with it. I was done. Yeah. Um, but then our, we went on rides that I had overlooked as possibly being babyish or boring um, on the second trip that I went there. And those rides, I mean, 10 out of 10. Cave Train is amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. It's my my friends, so good. my friends, Tyler and Kia, who've spent a lot of time up there, I asked them, like, what's the big stuff to hit? And they said, just main, just mainly cave train. Anything else you get to, whatever. Cave train is the shit. Make sure you get a lot of cave train in there. I couldn't believe this. This is this looks like a I, I, I cannot wait to go on this thing. And it's uh the main, I mean, it's not just Cave Train, but some of these other dark rides that they have are, are yeah. long. Yeah. These are massive long. rides with so long. many animatronics, fairly limited yes. animatronics, but but like you feel the the heart and spirit in the making of them. Yes. Yes. Um, really good. Yeah. Haunted um, Castle goes yes, under Haunted the Castle. boardwalk, uh, which was a very popular uh, for a certain while um, on the Jersey Shore uh, towns and the, the amusement mm-hmm. parks there. Now, on the East Coast, that's a real dicey proposition, uh, because while that is very fun, uh, you are subject to hurricane storm surges. Uh. Uh, and every now and then, uh, once in a generation, Superstorm, uh, that does this to theme parks. Um, <gasps> uh, because uh, this, is, this is in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. Um, so San- Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk is built, like the amusement park is built parallel to the boardwalk. On the East Coast, uh, like Beachtown board uh, uh, parks are built like similar to Santa Cruz Boardwalk, but just kind of like in a patch of land, or they're built on the piers, which again, subject to storm surges, uh, sometimes hurricanes take those parks away. Wait, explain oh that photo, Jason. It's like the there's a roller coaster that's just not on the pier anymore. It's in the ocean. Yes. Uh, so Sandy uh, hit Seaside, like hit the Jersey Shore pretty hard, and like Wildwood and Seaside Heights, two two towns on different parts of uh, Jersey, um, they they built their parks on piers going out into the water, and um, this the Seaside Heights uh, park just like the pure part of it collapsed and the whole roller coaster just plopped down into the water are you trying to put santa are you trying to put santa cruz on notice like this could happen to you well (laughs) i did find historical photos where there one pier that used to have like a water intake pipe on it that would uh, fill the indoor pool was partially (gasps) destroyed by like a, a storm but uh, when you build the park <laughs> further back behind the boardwalk, less less chance of damage. So you're saying Santa Cruz is better prepared for a storm. You just want us to know about the storm possibilities. Yeah. Possibilities before we start talking about these fun rides. Well, compare yeah, and contrast. <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle different. of talking about a fun ride and then like, but hang on, storm possibilities. Yeah, no, uh, also in the listed uh, like things they have like, um, doctors on staff. They also have you on staff being like, guys, this could go away at any time. You're like, you're like a Doc Brown style. Like, it's coming, it's coming. Look well, at this photo from the other coast. <laughs> Get well, off yeah. the ride, kids. For the you, sake you've got of some listeners. interesting literature underneath your seat. And it's the picture. 
for the sake of listeners, because my impression of Seaside Boardwalk is is a little different than this. I mean, they, they were more popular on the East Coast than on the West Coast. Santa Cruz Boardwalk is one of the bigger ones uh, and one of the few still around on the West Coast. Yeah, that's yeah. a miracle. Oldest yeah, surviving is. one. Um, so let's hope let's hope the storm never comes for these cute little rides that I like from the video. <laughs> this not is a also... storm either. No storms. <laughs> not a capital storm. I don't want any storms in this place. No one's can sto- no one should storm the boardwalk. Oh and yeah. Be... No. There we go. Let the yeah. cave people Political. be. <laughs> That's right. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, this is one of the older uh, places we've taught. I think Kennywood might be a little older than this, but this this park goes back to 1907. Well, if the cave train is to be believed, this park goes back to prehistoric times. Yes, well, that's, that's that right. True. You go to a world that has stayed intact mm-hmm. since prehistoric times mm-hmm. that happened to exist. It's a world that exists only under the boardwalk. It's yes. a microcosm entire other universe which yeah. perfectly I, preserved when you um, when you watch so, the video of the thing th- there's i really like the like casual narration you get like mm-hmm. you're looking at the phrase cave train like what does that even mean like i is that a, a frequent thing that trains go into caves you, you have no real indication of what the premise of the ride is going to be and then there's this folksy narration it's like it's the funniest thing people were looking under the boardwalk one time and there was a whole uh, race of uh, cave people anyway so we thought that was neat i'd give you a good chance to go see it it's just like tossed off in the amount of time it takes to go through this hallway and then I you do love that the name is kind of a misdirect like you don't know what if you because if you go on the ride as i did not knowing what was going to happen to me when you come upon the like scores of cave families and also <laughs> cave dinosaur families, because dinosaurs are also there. Yeah. Um, coexisting. Are, they're all friends. Yeah, coexisting, all friends. Sometimes they're fun little enemies, frenemies. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, <laughs> Rivals. I mean, like, you're, it, it's deeply voyeuristic in a way that's like, different from other rides that have like families of animatronics like doing things because like they're it 
feels very uniquely, and I don't know, maybe this, I was just experiencing something myself when I was going through this ride, but like, I feel like a lot of other animatronic rides, it's like, this is a show that you're going to see, right? But like, there's so little effort put into like a show for the person going through. It's just kind of like these animatronics exist here and you get to go through it and you see what is happening and that's kind of it. They aren't, in other words, they aren't like, um, hey, you're here, welcome. They don't right. acknowledge you. You're no, just watching no, no. them go about their day to day. No, no, no. It, it is, it is, uh, they're not trying too hard. <laughs> you know, they're kind mm -hmm. of just like, like, oh, we're playing cave volleyball. Oh, did you know we have our own boardwalk? Like, it's gone back all the way since here. <laughs> we have like square dancing. It's like, there's a whole thing. There's a drive in. Like, it's amazing. Amazing. It's yeah. like, it's a very, it's a crazy premise that, all right, so uh, you're going to go see Underground Cave World. Great. What, so what is that? Am I going to see a lot of like bats or what is this going to be? No, it's a bunch of cave people all with a really united specific style of drawing that's, yes. or, or, or not drawn, but of design. Wallace and um, Gromity. Very, um, totally. Claymation looking. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I with, thought Rugrats a little bit too. Yeah. A little yeah. rugrats mm -hmm. There's some Garfield too, though. Yeah, a little. a little bit, a little bit. But there's definitely some Tommy Pickles faces, like yes. throughout yes, the ride true. in the in the dance hall scene. That's like a step up from the Billy Joel Piano Man song. Like it kind of looks like the <laughs> caveman version of that bar. Yeah. Yes, and I, I feel like there's also a lot of like no stakes, like uh oh, this thing's about to happen mm -hmm. stuff going on. Like, like. There's like one where I, I, I'm trying to recall, I think it's like a dinosaur is like hoisting up something that's going to drop on like a cave person. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. yet, I don't know how to put my finger on it, but it lacks any of the urgency of like any other of setups <laughs> of those kinds that you see in like another uh, ride, you know, where you're like, oh God, the dynamite's going to fall. Or like, for example, in... um. Pirates of the Caribbean, right? When they're all like shooting at each other and there's like explosives everywhere and there's that thing hanging above you. I guess it's because nothing's ever hanging above you. It's like to the side and it all looks like very obviously like paper mache. Yeah. And so you're just like, and if it falls on him, so what? You know? Danger is more casual in this time. Yes. 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 Yeah, it's a more brutal era. Yeah, so it's just going <laughs> to happen. It was, um, yeah, brutal, brutal. Yeah. They, similar to that, there's a, I think my favorite aspect of it. Yeah, so it is like, it's cave people who are also like beach dwellers. They're doing yes. the same thing that you're doing up on top of the boardwalk, mm -hmm. but they're doing it underground. They're mm -hmm. having like, they're, they're having fun burgers, McBoulder burgers and dino dogs, and they're watching bands play and stuff. Yeah. They're having a fun seaside day, just like you. But there is a big sign that says Sharkosaurus warning today. Yeah. So that feels yeah. like stakes a little bit. Uh-oh, mm -hmm. we're going to see a Sharkosaurus maybe at the end of the ride. And then it's like uh, 15 seconds later, there just <laughs> is the Sharkosaurus. It's very yeah. big, but it's grinning. It seems to be lunging at somebody, but you don't find out what happened. And they're, they're yeah. probably fine. I'm not worried about it. No, exactly. No one's in peril. Like, you're just like, oh, I guess they're together there's also like interpersonal stuff happening between the animatronics mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you get to see kind of fun like oh he's looking at her but he's with her you know what i mean 
like that kind of because thing. they're all like That's swinging okay. singles like they're all yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the vibrant like poly scene uh in the cave, <laughs> That's cave the beach they're, people. they're well, poly cave people yes yeah and the big band era never ended seemingly uh yeah. the big band era that once the uh, the big bands that played the the old coconut grove at the santa yeah. cruz beach boardwalk uh there's still cave people uh big bands <laughs> in yeah. the ride the clam tones <laughs> you got the clam tones playing that mm -hmm. seems like a good show there's a lot of good that might be on the like our fake final four is like full animatronic bands that's a that's Love a, a full fun animatronic band area right. and knots has that really good one in the in the log ride and yeah shout out to the clam tones good job clam and, tones. and with the clam tones i do want to say here all I, I think this kind of falls in the same mm, joie de vivre of the name mm -hmm. where it's like the clam tones, like of the name of the ride, the clam tones, there's no danger that the clam tones are playing the music that you hear. Like they are supposed to be, but we all know like their movements, like there's not any way that the music that they are creating is the music that we're hearing. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't suddenly, that is not a speaker that you pass by that's playing music similar no. to the instruments you see them playing. It's well, entirely mean, it's unrelated. Like, it, it like, I feel like the ride is trying to tell us like, you believe that they're playing this music, right? But like, at, you know, like there's no way. Mm -hmm. It would be these... they're, they're playing a different genre or something. You're feeling, like... yeah, and just like the 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 way that they're moving, there's no possible way that like their range of motion would be able to even at all play that kind of music. It's it's very nice. I like it. <laughs> a lot right. of suspension of disbelief. I yeah. Guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, should um, we describe a little bit of just looks wise? We're talking about this this cave ride, like. It's very like uh, I wanted to say, kind of it's it's a better version of the Kiss Mini Golf in Vegas, color wise. There's like kind of totally. day glow neon mm -hmm. uh, black, like lights. black light, a great black light, right? black Lots light of black stuff light. Uh, yeah. going on. Um, but oh, it's low low rentish, I think, in a good way, in a, a way really that I good. actually feel like it it gives it a vibe. A, a oh, it's vibe so in. super charming, and I and I, the story that I looked up about it is that. Um, they thought that this thing was kind of, uh, this was opened in 1961 in the late nineties. They thought this is decaying. This is all right. This was put in, in Flintstones era. Do people care about the Flintstones anymore? Let's do something different here. They were going to put a whole other dark ride in. And then people started saying, but I love the cave people. And I think Aww. the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk folks were like they you do like i don't think they realized the <laughs> cult and then they they talked about it and said well is there just a way to like inject new energy in a new storyline and they got this dark red company r and r to come in and revamp it and make the effects better but it's all still the original figures so it's this like great it's 60s bones and kooky sub flintstones characters mixed with a, a you know a 90s refresh um and i think all of that that it's a beach uh, you know that they're hanging out on the pier and uh, um, uh, eating Brano burgers and all that. I think that's all new in the '90s. So um, I don't know. It's so nice that this was like its '60s charm being uh, uh, saved. Um, yeah, uh, due to a public uh, outcry, and crosses over with a different ride in this park because there is a caveman on one of the ride vehicles on the sky glider, the chairlift oh, yes, type. Yes. Uh, ride that you can ride up and down the boardwalk again another thing that i was so excited to see one of these because i feel like a lot of beach towns used to have these on their boardwalk and then remove them uh, 
partially probably because the upkeep is expensive and uh, the liability you it really feels like you'd fall out of one of these things you definitely would yeah, yeah. um and it's always fun seeing that cave guy because there's you know a story there right like did he get out is he stuck is he coming back i i like the idea of like this larger mythos surrounding these right. cave people is he yeah. an encino man oh link <laughs> yeah <Is> did, link? <laughs> right right <laughs> yes did he leave did he somehow escape the time vortex that you go into at the beginning yeah. of cave train oh, i also wanted to bring up like what because i was just thinking about this and i don't know if this is real or anything this is just me postulating but okay so i was thinking about why a train right like why are you in a train in the train cave train right because yeah. every and the train looks it doesn't look cave-ish it's like looks like a train but the boardwalk is right off of a set of train tracks um mm -hmm. so maybe that's like like a like a world within a world you know what i'm saying like so like, so you're saying like it's like in the narrative of the boardwalk, you're using the same train that might have been on those tracks in the real maybe? world that's transporting you to this yeah. magical cave land. Yeah. And that's sure. what people on that train, the real train are experiencing kind of like when they go by the boardwalk. <laughs> sure. Yes. So <laughs> like, look at this world of boardwalk people. Oh, but then, oh. and we're not talking to the people on the train, right? And waving to them. Maybe a little bit, you acknowledge them, but not. We're yeah. just going about our day, and in the same way, the cave people are just living in their cave worlds. They're not concerned about think, us on the train. Yeah, there's yeah. A lot, they're just like levels. us. The levels is really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's. I think that's right. This thing mm -hmm. is so cool. I love that it's, and that the whole time, if you're up on the boardwalk, you're doing anything on the boardwalk, that you're above this long, long dark ride this entire yeah. time. It's such like clever use of the double decker space. This thing is great. Everybody watch a video of Cave Train. It's great. There's yeah. also, okay, there's this other ride and I'm, I cannot recall the name of it right now, uh, but it's right across the way from the Cave Train. And, uh, it's like something like waves or something. Anyway, you go in, it's under the boardwalk, but it's like a concrete space, okay? And it's just a nothing room. Like the, the, the walls are like, they look like temporary, like rigging. It doesn't even, it's like no effort put in, right? But it's just a bunch of like, I want to say like wave runners. Like you just sit and, and it's like a bunch of them on like a series of little carousels that all each spin and they all, all together all spin. Oh, but mm -hmm. they turn out all the lights and each of the wave runners that you're sitting in has headlights and you're just spinning like crazy in the dark with these lights that are just like, and it is the most transformative experience. Like once those lights go off and they have like, you know, neon like lasers and like music, it's like, and you're spinning in the dark. The difference from before the ride starts and while the ride is occurring is phenomenal. Wow. But really nothing happens except for lights. Mm-hmm. Can't find what like, this is called. It's it's not Wave Rider, because I looked it up and that's a slide. There's no, 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 no. dark oh, light involved. I think it's in called Wipeout. Wipeout, yes. Wipeout. That ride is so fun. It really whips you around. And it's a transformative experience of some kind, is what you're saying. Yeah. When you walk in, you're like, what is this? But it only costs, you know, X amount of tickets, so I guess I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And then you do, and it's very fun. It's, uh, yeah, it just, like, really takes advantage of that, like, centripetal force kind of thing. 
Um, there's a whole like like tilt like I think some people. I'm a guy who likes to be spun around fast in a circle. I oh, like so a, then you love that tilt a whirl that they have. I like a tilt a whirl. I like a gravitron. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a sensation everyone likes, but it's. I'm a lights guy, and I'm a spinning around in a circle guy. So I'm looking at this now, and I do. I see exactly what you're saying. It seems like. It seems like you're doing like cosmic bowling or you're playing laser tag, yeah. but you're being spun around like twice, essentially yes. at the same time. Double spins. And it looks with yes, lights. It looks like and darkness. Would have, I was going to say it would have blown my mind as a kid, but let's be honest, it would blow my mind now. It blew my mind now. I, I went on that ride for the first time two years ago and I was changed. I truly <laughs> was like, this ride, like, because I was like, this seems so low rent and so nothing. Mm-hmm. especially when you go in, you know, the in-between everybody get off and everybody get on, all the lights are on because they bring on all the lights. I swear it's like uh, fluorescent bulbs, like like so no magic, nothing, right? Yeah. Terrible lighting. It looks uh, it looks odd and it looks like, um, let me here, I'll bring up, I'll share a screen real quick just to show everybody uh, how odd it looks with the lights on. Uh, here it is. Yeah. It's very uh, it's industrial. Like, this like, yes. I, I see what you're saying. Like you walk into this, you just see the machinery and the wires. You don't think yeah. you're going to have a great time on this. Yeah. Oh, also, okay. So you see how that, uh, the blue shirt child is tilting. Mm-hmm. So you can control your tilting oh, as well. Wow, so if you really, really want to, oh. yeah, if you really want to whip around, you just have to put your shoulders into it and you'll really get whipping. Wow. It it's does. So, it looks oh, like yeah, if so. you walk in a Broadway theater when it's just rehearsals and they have fluorescence on and then you turn yeah. on all the show lights and turn off the audience lights and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. How it's how so is this fun. Not, how is this not everywhere? It's it's so, so, so fun. I was cackling the entire time on this ride. Yeah, because because there's so much going on and the lights and then the controlling controllability of it. It's very like Miami Vice, like the vibe is very. Yeah, you're or, on. I guess you're on little speedboats. Yeah, I guess. Or I think they're like hover. Are they hovercrafts? They look like they're hovering. Well, so what you don't see is that the decor not in here is very like ocean themed. Right. So okay. that's so my only. So you're on that... like futuristic boats. Yeah. On, see like, how the lights boat. are turning on? It's so cool. Or you're on the boat from Thunder in Paradise or something like a futuristic yeah. boat. Mini version. The children of Thunder in Paradise. Right. <laughs> mini, yeah. What's the name of the boat? Thunder. It's the Thunder, right? On Thunder in Paradise? Maybe. So mini Thunder. So. Yeah. Thunder um, Juniors. You're thunder, on a Thunder they're, Junior. They're a bunch of Thunder Juniors. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is delightful. I know what you mean. Like, why is this not a standard type of, of it's dark It's so ride? fun. Yeah. Because uh, you've got ride. tilting and turning, which I really enjoy the combination of tilting and turning. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, boy, that's something. I missed that one entirely. Like we're we're so focused on on dark rides and original IPs, you miss the simple thrills of Wipeout. Yeah, and I only went on it because I had like a weird amount of tickets left. Because how you do it there, and um, I guess a lot of boardwalks these days is you like you can get a wristband and then you add you know tickets or points or whatever. Sure. And so like I had an odd number left, and I was like, well, I could fit in a ride on this weird ride also no imagery about what this ride is going to be like because there's just like a door like an open garage basically and it's dark <laughs> and it just says what what's the name of it wipe wipe out wipe out it just says wipe out and you're like what is that and you go in and if you go in while it's not going you're like 
Okay, I mean, maybe. <laughs> is this storage? Is this a shed? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> because it looks so industrial. It looks like not for the public. Yeah, But there were right. people going on it, so I was like, fine, I'll go, and, and, and it was very fun. Wow, I mean, there's a lot of that, like a lot of, I like the mystery of this whole place in general, which I don't know if it's all purposeful. This sounds like they were just like, yeah, we don't want to put up a sign on this shed. But yeah. <laughs> in, but the cause of that, or what happens because of that, is you have like a very surprising experience because you don't get to see things. And it's the same with Cave or what, like you don't know the characters are in that ride. You don't know. There's a lot of mystery to be had at the boardwalk is what, what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe well, that's my same. thing with this place that I was near it essentially and was like, eh, I know what that is. That's like Santa Monica Pier. I don't need to do that. I, and I was wrong. I was completely right. Like, I there's so, I, I, I maybe am, I don't know. I'm I maybe not the biggest fan of the Santa Monica Pier. It's a little like all off the shelf there. I, I feel. Yeah, I don't like the Santa Monica yeah, Pier. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not great. You know what it is. Yeah. You look at it's it, you, you, you know what you get. Whereas this <laughs> thing, like, you wouldn't expect, like, like rides with mythology and rides with surprises and you see the you know the wooden roller coaster like oh okay yeah wooden roller i i by a beach i know what that's like you wouldn't expect that it uh you know almost uh threw you out of it entirely <laughs> kelly like there's a yeah oh, and that it's a historical landmark instead like there's uh there's stories and surprises with everything here i feel yeah like. also with the boardwalk um there's like a discovery aspect to everything because they're not like super streamlined and you know where everything is. I mean, unless you go there all the time, but like there's like, because they kind of like don't bother to make everything super slick. You're kind of just like finding yourself on certain rides and then you're like, Oh, I guess I'll go on this ride. And then it turns out like it's this huge dark ride that's underneath the entire boardwalk, you know? And, 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 yeah. There's kind of like this feeling that you discovered it. Right. You know? Yes. Yeah. That is that is the best kind of feeling at one of these places is feeling like you've done something, you've uncovered something. Because it does happen, even like if you're a, like, you know, we were told to go with this ride, Sinbad's Voyage in Tokyo Disney, and we got on it and then we were like, I, we had no idea what it was. We, we loved it. It's one of our favorite rides, but it felt like, you know what? We kind of discovered this. Yeah. We didn't even the. It's really just your brain playing a trick on you because you didn't know anything about it. But it is a feeling of like I did something here. Mm -hmm. If there's uh, nobody with, telling you this is an incredible classic, so get ready and love this. Like if no. you don't have any of that build up and just get to big. You're just following like a group of middle schoolers, and you're like, I guess I'll just go where they're going. <laughs> right, and then afterward, you're like, I have yeah. discovered something. <laughs> Everyone, to come around, gather around. And then you're DMing podcast the ride, and you're like, guys, I have a really not well known ride I'd like to talk to you about. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. for That's sure. Thing, uh, that happens all me. the time. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I've looked up Wipeout real quick uh, on just on YouTube to see if there's another one. Wipeout apparently is a very common name among a wide variety of rides. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you just look at you, yeah, on YouTube, and it's like one of it's just one of those circle things that spins around. One of it's uh, one of yeah, which is not as fun. One of them is like a weird arm with like some kooka arm chair kind of Harry Potter things. I think it just spins. So I guess Wipeout at this point, you you can't. Oh, yeah, Wipeout. There's one where it's like a long chair of people in an arm. It's like Wipeout is used for many things, but I cannot see another one that looks exactly like that one. So maybe that is truly unique. Well, I, I've been to a million carnivals or fairs or stuff that have like the bobsleds or the Himalayans yeah. or and it's it's 
yeah, it's always one of two things. But like, <laughs> yeah, stuff that's generic that they can call um, any rides, you know. The log ride. The log ride. Uh, yeah, it's not like an original character, say, like uh, my friend, my boardwalk card. Um, <laughs> I came across him my he, boardwalk rechargeable card he's got a great attitude he's in the safety video for the giant dipper he the, so the uh, I think I guess you pay for things at this park yes. by putting mm -hmm. money on a card and they yeah. have in the in the recent past made their mascot one of these cards with legs with very scrawny little ant legs and 3d eyeballs he's he's very strange uh the, the voice is strange on. yeah yeah um i was creeped out by the video i watched where he explains how he works which has a lot of <laughs> odd double speak and like so just make sure you swipe me and don't lose me because other people are gonna want me and then they'll have me oh and they'll God. have the money on me and not you it gets very confusing this guy talking about you talking to you about himself but then it really did you see this one jason where then he suddenly it cuts and there's four of him he multiplied Ew, no. yeah i haven't Re seen that my but you is right <laughs> i did i did have the reaction of like this guy's got a good attitude but what is he trying to hide and it appears uh multiple man powers is what he's trying to hide <laughs> that reminds me of um i was uh there's this commercial that's been happening a lot lately uh which is like the colo guard commercial which they've also decided to anthropomorphize a like colorectal test and the like little box comes up to this guy on the beach and and he's like, I'm Cologuard. And the guy is like with, I assume, his wife and ignoring his wife to have a full on conversation with like the box. And he's like, I can tell you if you have like this and that and whatever. And it, it, it just is a similar thing where you're like, why did you make this a character? <laughs> like you could you you don't need to have it be a character. Hey, yeah. buddy, don't look at her. Look at me. <laughs> eyes on me eyes, eyes on, on me. me eyes on me now put me up your asshole if you want to know is. if you're sick there he is Cologuard Cologuard I've never he's... seen Cologuard wow. here he is with Cologuard, a hat and a whistle boy. like a referee he, he's blowing and he has little he has cheeks he has cheek puffs oh. wow oh. Has this cheeks. is great IP Cologuard has cheeks <laughs> don't I think just because he's a he's a box yeah. of uh, of colorectal tests doesn't mean he does he can't have cheeks. Yeah. Wow. Well, we have to subject him to the podcast the ride uh, test real quick. Is Cologuard cute? No, Cologuard is a, a criminal. Hmm. Wait, how so? Why is he a criminal? Yeah, he's trying to. Help. I don't. I don't. That's okay. The best villains think they're trying to help Mike. <laughs> hmm. I don't. Doom. I don't trust him. First of all, why is he everywhere? Why is he there? He's everywhere. Why did he follow you to the beach? I'm in your bathroom. I don't look. I don't know his motivations. I don't know what's in his heart. But if I'm judging him purely aesthetically, I think he's cute. His face is a colon, by the way. If that's true. But it's like a, it's blue. It's shades of blue, and it's a kind of you. You could just mistake it for maybe some sort of symbol. Wait, is it is the wait the sh the the shape on his face is a is a colon, like well like yeah. intestines. I see oh, how I it guess goes so. down. Uh -huh. Is his nose the anus? Yeah, <laughs> anus. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, it's still I, cute though. I think because it's well, not it's because, like 
It's not cute because you know his nose is the anus. I think his, he's cute despite the fact that his nose is the anus. Okay. Well, I mean, look, I'm not telling you you have to say he's cute. I'm just judging my personal opinion. I do think Colo Guard is cute. I don't Colo know. Colo Guard. Got. Colo Guard versus my boardwalk card. One will fall like Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. I like uh, Colo yeah. Guard more than my boardwalk card. Cute, I'm not sure is the right word. I think he's likable, but he's not like. Um, a, ch a child, so I think it's weird to call him Clippy. Yeah, yeah, no. a, a little, a little too much like Clippy. I don't think Clippy is cute. I don't mind Clippy. Hmm. Jason, but I don't know if I call him cute. What do you think? Uh, I, I do think he's cute. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I, what? I, yeah, <laughs> I think oh he's cute, God. and I love a practical. I love. I, I'm a practical guy. You know, I, I this kit makes sense to me. <laughs> You know? I mean, the kit makes sense. I just don't get why he needs to like follow you everywhere. He seems and be needy. a guy. He seems needy. He se it's odd that he's alive. It's like did a wizard enchant a colo guard box and he you know comes what? him to life one night. You're right. When you say he seems needy, he seems like the kind of guy where like if you're upset about something, he's like, but I need you to tell me that I'm doing a good job making you feel better. Comforting Do you. Know you. What I'm yes. Saying? Yes. Right. 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 He's that. He he does something wrong and then it's like uh, you, but it's actually on you. To yeah. Help me out. Yes, yeah. I agree. I mean, the Pillsbury Doughboy, I think is cute, but he's also one of the neediest characters. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I, I think it's a similar vibe with him. He obviously makes cookies and doesn't ask people to shit in a box for, for help. In him, in him. He says in, it's in him. He's you're the You're shitting in him. Yeah. I mean, you're shitting in Colo Guard. Wait, that's what the test is? You yeah, shit you in shit the Colo Guard? Yeah. You, you, you like d drop off your uh, stool sample and then they do a test. Clearly, right. this is a test that I haven't done and maybe I need to. Maybe I need or to get Colo Guard. are you like guard. playing too dumb? You're like, wait, this is what? It's you do what? <laughs> I truly did. I did not know until this time what a colorectal test involved. I didn't know that yeah. you shit in a little box well you you don't go in the box you go in like a, <laughs> oh you like, in the box <laughs> <laughs> you go in this little in this little tr plastic trash yeah, can that comes you, in the box okay. yeah and you put that in the box oh, okay so you could you would take this little plastic thing out of Colagar. you don't have to open yeah. the lid of this box with a face that we've we've all been looking at and right. poop into him no 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 he's like um, he's like the outside of a porta potty. You know what I'm saying? He's like not the part that's holding the poo. He's like holding the thing that's holding the poo. <laughs> right, oh, sure. right, right. Okay. You, I mean, it would be fun. I mean, it would be fun if you were to put it in there and he goes, "Thank you." Like in the box, <laughs> we talk a little bit because least... if you take too long, he goes, "I'm hungry." <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, ironically, yeah. <laughs> that's just flavor. Yeah. Uh, some of the food offerings at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk uh, might be helpful to you <laughs> if you need to in, use Colo Guard. In moving things along? In, um, it's, it's all like deep fried Twinkies and, yeah. you know, uh, Lots corn of dogs and yeah, nachos and, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, the, you know, if you, uh, take a step back in time, this, this struck me as potentially something, despite it being from 1933, something that Jason might dig today, which is <gasps> Winnie's turnover pies cool. yes, and where you can get hot <gasps> chicken pie for 15 cents. <laughs> there is a substantial historical blog, uh, on the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk website. And I read a long post about the ownership history of Winnie's turnover 
turnover pies. There's been wow. a lot of turnover at Winnie's turnover. A lot pie. of turnover and <laughs> nice. changing tastes. I mean, a lot. This park, you know, uh, uh, Seaside Park's always subject to changing tastes. You know, there used to be a, mm. the Plunge, a massive indoor chlorinated saltwater pool, which is now um, wow. What is it called? Uh, Neptune's Kingdom, I think it's called now, oh. and it's miniature golf and arcade. Uh, yes, now. that miniature golf is a uh, like uh, blacklight miniature golf. I think. Very good, <laughs> very fun. Yeah, this whole place grew out of the of of a of the bath, a big bath mm-hmm. facility, and the 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 thing that I copy pasted right under that photo of turnover pies mm-hmm. is the phrase: visitors could swim in the heated plunges and eat fancy turtle soup at the casino <laughs> grill. Oh man, Just mass baths and turtle soup. You know, that's what you do in 1895. Oh, you are what you eat. I feel like if you're sitting in a hot bath, you're like basically turtle soup, and then you're eating <laughs> turtle soup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anytime. I mean, the shredder, the shredder would have loved it. He would have been so all into it. Sure. Uh, he said that a lot, right? And he's going to turn him into turtle soup. He said tonight. Well, it's. I think the first Nintendo game is. He says tonight I'll die. Tonight I dine on turtle soup. I believe is the quote from the shredder. What if he did it? What if Shredder killed them and then ate them ate in a them? soup? And that was the end of the Ninja Turtles. And then it was like, the end. Well, the really fast credits. Yeah. There's a very dark series happening right now, and I have not read the second issue, but the only one it's the future, and only one turtle is alive. I've heard about this. It's called The Last Ronin. Yeah. You read it? I've read the first issue so far. I read both. Um, uh, lots know, of sh- fun reveals. Yeah. Really? So maybe that, that happens. Maybe there's a, maybe Shredder is got a bowl of something. Full page <laughs> splash of just him eating the bowl of turtle issue, soup. Just issue lots of panels. Just of... The full, full pa- everything is a full page <laughs> splash of Shredder do, tasting soups. With the like, comic, like, like clink. His mouth chomping. <laughs> Wiping his mouth. Picking, picking a little fleck, out, like a little bit of orange bandana out of his oh. teeth. And you know that's Michelangelo. In, in the second issue, spoiler alert, they do eat eggs. So they might be building to a, a larger, more ornate oh, turtle field. eggs? Turtle eggs? No, not turtle eggs. No, just oh. like regular eggs. Oh. But they're hard to find in this, uh, mm. you know. Who do the uh, turtles uh, eat eggs in this series? Or to Shredder. Do turtles eat eggs? I don't want to spoil anything. These issues are hard to track down. I asked at my comic shop if to, if they yeah. had issue two for Mike, and they, got, they kind of chuckled. Like, no, no. Like, it came out two weeks ago, and they're, like, well wiped out. So Yeah. It's the most um, comic I, book well, man thing turtles to eat do. Eggs in real life, by the way. Just looked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like little bad. Grogu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I got another... Uh, uh, animal who eats unorthodox things right here. Look at Leo the paper eater. Wow. This is a good oh, idea. Wow. This is a way, this was a way to get people to clean up trash. Is this thing <laughs> made a sound, it like called people over and then made chomping sounds. So it, it encourages kids to put paper in him. It called people over like it. Okay. Question. Was it mm-hmm. like, and I, you may not know this, this might be unfair. Mm-hmm. Was it like pre-recorded sounds just every once in a while? Or was there a person like hiding with a microphone that would like see people and call out to them? Or My guess is pre-recorded loop, okay. I think. maybe, And then maybe when you put something in, it triggers right. chomping sounds, num-num-nums or something. Um, I don't like how round his mouth is. I wish it were just... 
That teeth? <laughs> yeah, like more realistic lion? It was like more mouth shaped. Like I just don't like, I don't like how far I'd probably have to put my hand in to drop whatever. <laughs> Further. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. Yeah. Keep going yeah. deeper. <laughs> deeper. <laughs> Touch my uvula. Get your elbow in. Get your elbow in there. Uh, yeah, it is a little odd. Uh, yeah, what, it was just a trash can, though, at the base of its... I mean, it obviously it's a disembodied head. I, I assume it wasn't like a shredder. Go, there was on a paper. Sh- now I'm not talking about the shredder. I'm talking about a paper Nightmare. shredder. Nightmare. A paper d- shredder in there? <laughs> Jesus, I don't think so. Every I don't think there's like a like, garbage oh. disposal in this lion's in this cute lion's <laughs> mouth. Seems dangerous. Um, do we think that lion is cute? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. We're all okay. in agreement. On Unfortunately, that. he's cute. Yeah. Leo the paper eater is cute. Cuter than the the colorectal box. Um, <laughs> what have we What have we not talked about? You well, in terms of these cool rides, you want to hit um, haunted castle a little oh, bit. Yeah. It's kind of it's it's not quite the uh, cave train, but it's pretty good. Very too. good. Yeah. It's what, I actually went on that before I went on the cave train, and I mm-hmm. had you know like zero expectations because, um, you know, a lot of the outdoor rides just seem very carnivaly. Um, like the tilt a whirl that they have is the is the kind that they're it's literally just like grating and you just lean against it and they just put a little chain thing in front of you and then when it goes up you just hope you don't fall out. Right, right. Um, so everything seems very like lo fi, very like basic. I don't know. So when I saw you see the sign and it just says like haunted castle and there's like you know ah, sounds. And you're kind of like, okay, this is just going to be what, like some cardboard cutouts or something and like not. But it is A, very long. Mm-hmm. And B, if you don't know that most of it takes place underneath where you start out, it's quite delightful being like, how far down are we going to go? <laughs> right. You know? Oh, does it descend? I don't think I could tell that from the... I think it does descend. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, again, um, weirdly, like a lot of like singular animatronics that either like pop out at you or like are down a hallway and you're like, uh oh, what's that? Um, but they also have like fun wigs and T-shirts on some of the animatronics. Like some of the skeletons are wearing like Santa Cruz Boardwalk T-shirts. So it's like, oh, someone from the boardwalk got stuck in the haunted castle. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, creatures and skeletons and and stuff, but then at some point there's a bunch of skeletons who are all burying a Santa Cruz surfer dude alive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's really really creepy. And he says, like, oh, no, man. I I don't know what it is, but, like, you can sense his character big time. The the voice acting is superb in this one. Really good. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, like, notable characters you talk to, like the... uh, there's there's a there's a skeleton who's holding his own skull mm-hmm, separately fine. from his body. I remember that being a fun performance. And then there's like a creepy British guillotine guy. Yeah, because that's the end of your trip through He's... the haunted castle is you get guillotined, and then it <laughs> yeah. and then it goes. Then it's the bright light of your back outside, and that's it. I think this this ride ends with your death. Yeah. There's a yeah, great, you are dead. A great effect where there's like an alligator or a crocodile in the distance. And it comes towards you under a dock, and every board on the dock, like, yeah, flips that part's really up. cool. It splits uh, down the middle. Down that the is middle. so cinematic. It's yeah, really it's cool. It's so cool. I, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. 
There's a scary yeah. rabbit that's being cooked by a skeleton. You got projections on bus, a la Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Um, this is this is great. And I love like um the the genre of ride, like like the one that I'm very nostalgic for growing up, the the scary dark ride in uh Balboa Island, uh in Orange County, that where you're if you're combining different mythologies of scary stuff, if it's like uh, full knight's armor moving at you and then like a rat coming out, but then also dinosaurs yeah. <laughs> or big scary snakes or like, and ghosts and pirates. Like how much, let's just all the scary things all in one place. That is fantastic. Like mix them all up, yeah. you know, very confusingly. Like I, like, Space Jam I like a ride that feels very um like cokey in its creation, right? Because they're like, well, like, what's scary? Like, um, skeletons, right? But then also an alligator, okay? Um, mm -hmm. And it's, like, very, like, genre mixing. Because, like, if I were thinking Haunted Castle, first of all, I would think ghosts. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, a billion skeletons. And then there's also an alligator. Like, th that aspect, like, it, there's, like, a whole swamp section that you go through, which is, like, you just wouldn't think, oh, Haunted Castle. Which I love that about that. Like, I love that they were just kind of like, I don't know, let's like throw a bunch of shit in there and like hope it's scary. It's like so. they got bored with the castle premise and are like, yes. all right, we yeah. need something else. It's a long, this is a five minute ride. We, let's yeah. throw like, a we already made the sign. We can't change it. So. <laughs> Yeah, but the haunted castle's backyard. It's marsh backyard. Yeah. They gotta go I'm there. Castle would have a swamp. Yeah, they wouldn't have a field. They'd have a swamp. You, if you yeah. were watching like a movie version of it with this idea, sometimes I feel like I'm watching a movie where I go. I feel like 45 minutes in, they ran out of the premise, and they were like, "Well, what are we gonna do now?" And then they like throw something wild at it, <laughs> which can go yeah. bad or less bad sometimes. But like for this, for a ride situation fantastic bring it Beautiful. on bring it on um they yeah. also simultaneously they have a ghost blasters did you see this i did um, not go on i did not do ghost blasters um re just I, because a listener tweeted at us about ghost blasters recently asking why the N N nickelodeon park at the mall of america why do they have a ghost blasters and it's not like danny phantom or something to clarify to answer your question uh, Ghost Blasters is a pre like a prefab ride. It's a design dark ride by the Sally Corporation that parks can license and install, and it's good to go. And it saves money <laughs> and time oh. by installing. So it's a like number. a bunch of unrelated parks, kind of across the country. Yes, a bunch of parks have Ghost Blasters, and you can go to the Sally Dark Rides website and like look at the like you know brochure, like the digital. So we could buy that, or Scott could get it and put it in the backyard <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah so. so, are you allowed to add your own zest to it, or is it like, is, are there like licensing restrictions? I think, depending on your budget, you are able to customize to different levels. I'm sure there. You customize so yourself, though, is what I'm asking. Like, could you be like, oh, I want to make this not necessarily existing IP, but like maybe I want to make this luau themed? Like, could I. <laughs> do that or are they like you're not allowed to represent our product that's that a great question i that's bet they never question. check in on it again i bet <laughs> like it's out technically yeah. they, if you ask the question they'd say no but if you just did it nobody would ever find out right that's like true if, if like yeah if we bought one of these rides put it in scott's backyard could we change all the characters into like like characters we talk about a podcast to ride like ringo star or i love lucy guest star frank nelson could we put those characters on this ride Colaguard. 
Colo Guard, one of my favorite characters in fiction. <laughs> uh, Could a ghost poop into Colo Guard's top? <laughs> yes. And would Sally Ride Corporation be upset if one of their yeah. ghosts pooped in Colo Guard? I don't know. And Colo Guard company might be Assuming that you got the correct licensing for for the IP that you're using. For Colo Guard. Yes. Like Colo Guard. We may have to do an analogous cola guard, like uh, call him like poop box or Mr. Poop box or something. Right. And then everyone would be like, but I know what you mean. You mean classic cola guard. Right. And then we just, if we get sued, we say, well, this is parody law. Yeah. This is a classic fair parody. Use. Sorry. Yeah. Fair use. Um, mm-hmm. I bet, I bet there's leeway. I bet there's leeway with it. It feels like if they're just licensing, I, it feels like, I don't know if Sally Rides Corporation is trying to make a Ghost Blasters TV show. I'm not sure how <laughs> yeah. precious with their IP they are. I think they should at this point because everything else that's ever been a th- in a thing is becoming a show. But That's true. Uh, I bet if you talk to them, they're like, hey, do whatever you want. I don't care. I, I guess, <laughs> I'm guessing, but maybe not. So let's well, we just gather email. the, we'll the probably $7 million it takes to buy all the parts of... <laughs> ghost blasters and then we can and then we can do whatever we want yeah you know yeah, what right. better to uh ask forgiveness than uh oh, absolutely permission, permission yeah mm-hmm. uh, and that applies to sally rides corporation <laughs> <laughs> in the cola guard ride you're gonna make <laughs> yeah it's mostly it's by the way it's mostly gonna be the cola guard right <laughs> yeah yeah with Is a this little bit called, of the um... knights in white satin stuff that we're yeah. able to yeah. get <laughs> from their uh their other innovations is this called the uh, re- rectal blasters? <laughs> <laughs> I think the only like the only laser game with a score right. where you're also curing rectal cancer along yeah. the way. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yes. That's the that's the, that's the ride. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. If only it were that simple in the real world. You just take a laser gun and blast away the rectal cancer. <laughs> yeah. But it it imagines a better world where that is what's possible mm-hmm. someday. Yeah, Beautiful. yeah, and Utopian. At, at the end, a generic animatronic called like Rock and Roll Older Man says, "Like, great job, <laughs> peace and kindness, peace and kindness." <laughs> That's our generic ring. That's Rock and Roll Older girl. Man. <laughs> yeah, and then you get a, a child's T-shirt with his face on it at the end for your yeah. child. <laughs> generic Rock and Roll Man. <laughs> um, there's been a weird history of IP at this place. Uh, do you know they had, uh, they were just using Popeye for a while? <laughs> Popeye cool. olive oil, that. late Love 80s, that. early 90s. I, I was watching an old commercial and then Popeye and olive oil ran by. Like, what are you talking about? So just for like, I don't know, like a decade, they had Popeye and now they don't. And was he that. present at the park? Yeah, you can take a picture of Popeye at the boardwalk. I love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's stunning. Popeye's weird. Popeye, I mean, it's universal now. And then there's the creepy island uh, off the coast of Italy where you can hang out with the Popeye characters. And at one point, they were also in Santa Cruz, California. That's so funny. <laughs> weird travels. Um, there's also, did you guys come across um, what was in the Haunted Castle space Long, long ago in the 30s, a ride called Dante's Inferno. Oh, I missed oh, this. I saw a headline about it, but then I didn't click it. Um, so they, they've always had this space for a scary ride. Um, and I think there was some iteration of a haunted. It's mostly been Haunted Castle for a while. I think the current version came in in 2010. But when this space opened in the 30s, it, uh, it was a ride called Dante's Inferno, um, subheadline, A Trip to Hades. So this 
long before Mr. Toad's was an attraction that was a trip through hell. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Pretty, so pretty you, crazy. I'm assuming you probably die at some point and then you're there. Or maybe they're just like, welcome to hell. Or maybe it's like Cave Train where you're just like, you're, you're a tourist. You're visiting right. hell to, and maybe to scope it out, see if you want to live there someday. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I don't know any premise beyond that. It, it's it's very um, weird and creepy, like seeing like 1930s plaster representing the stalagmites and stalactites that you would find in hell. Uh, like like the the facade is really fantastic, but I don't know what happened once you were in there. I don't oh. know if it was either really tame or like unbelievably morality tale it could, terrifying. It could go either way. It could yeah. really go either way. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. There's not like an old newsreel to document. Definitions know if... of hell were very different. It could be like one room is just a bachelor in a studio apartment, and the next is an yeah. unmarried woman, <laughs> a thirty-year-old unmarried woman, a bathing suit <laughs> in multiple thing. pieces, <laughs> couples in the same bed on TV. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like two beds like being pushed together mm -hmm. over and over again. Yep. No, <laughs> like no, don't do it. And then they, and then it splits down the middle, and they tumble into hell. Oh, that's great. That's a cool people, effect. Beautiful, people beautiful. Were hospitalized regularly going on this ride. They were so aghast. That, <laughs> that band's not big at all. It's a small band. No. <laughs> Get them on the cave train, stat. Cure it. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I've also got I've got another thing in the realm of like uh, scary stuff and horrors that occurred. Uh, so lots and lots of movies been filmed at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Lost Boys, um, Lost Boys, yes. Um, uh, Us recently, mm -hmm. um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So lots of lots of varying degrees of creepy movies. But I didn't know. I've, I have never seen the film Sudden Impact which is a Dirty Harry movie. Ah. Uh, so Clint Eastwood like uh, starred and directed uh, this scene uh, that, uh, so the movie climaxes at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. <laughs> and uh, check, this is awesome. This is one of the, you know, we were just seeing a lot of theme park uses of theme park, or, or uh, movie uses of theme parks for our fake theme park Final Four. Um, this isn't a fake theme park, but boy, this is a great theme park scene you'll see and he kicks it off with the the iconic line itself so buckle up for this come on make my day <laughs> scary guy holding wow. a woman hostage on top of the giant dipper she punches her way out dirty harry shoots him <laughs> many times <laughs> he falls off the coaster over yes, and over again yes, yes. Then electrified into the water. Oh, no. no. Look at that. He <gasps> falls oh off God. the giant dipper through the glass of the carousel, lands on a carousel horse, but it's not a horse. It's uh, uh, he's very unlucky because it's a unicorn <laughs> and the wow. horn punctures him quite bloodily wow. right through the That's chest stunning cool huh stunning <laughs> wow yeah wow. what that a little amazing. theme park action sequence i'm so jealous of it really yeah. great yeah. and i love the, the santa cruz boardwalks uh uh just 
devil may care attitude about being portrayed in this way of like being a place where a person could fall and be impaled on their carousel. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. We don't give a shit. Just give us the money yeah. and whatever you want to do, whatever you want to manipulate, go for it. I love it. Yeah, geez. That's, you know, there was a movie in the 60s. Uh, I might be getting this wrong. 40 Pounds of Trouble that was filmed in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Tony Curtis is in it. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, it's just like a guy runs around. He's chased by another guy and then everyone runs, but then they emerge safely and that's it. It is the <laughs> tamest action you've ever seen. And that's what Disneyland would allow. Mm-hmm. Cut to Santa okay. Cruz Beach Bar. Like with all of these horror films and crazy shit and then this impatient and I uh, yeah boy it's devil may care they're taking risks the in in lost boys the um you know the bridge that they're supposed to be on by the boardwalk mm-hmm. so you can like walk across that to get to the boardwalk you're supposed oh. to walk on like the side of so the, basically there's a railway right and mm-hmm. it's like on this bridge with like planks and each of the planks is about i don't know 5 or 6 inches apart like pretty pretty wide um, and then to the side, there's like this safe part for the pedestrians to walk. Okay. But of course, if you are a rebellious teen or, uh, when I was in college, um, <laughs> you can walk along where the railway is. And it's pretty scary because like, once you're, you know, so far, you can't really like, you can't really jump over easily to where the pedestrians are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like tempting fate by like being where a train could hit you and you're very high above the water so if you're yeah. scared of heights that's a, a river at that point it goes over a yes. river that river. feeds into the monterey into bay the, yeah um yeah and uh would you believe i don't have any close by but um very popular for engagement photos and influencer bullshit uh I'm sure i'm sure <laughs> I'm sure if someone it. tried to propose to me on that, I would push them into the ocean or the river. <laughs> and they would fall or, or push them onto the carousel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come this way. <laughs> Perfectly impaled. Um, what if, what have we not talked about? Kelly, was there anything new, uh, any other odd uh, memories of this place or, or things you ran into while you were there? No, I guess I just want to, okay, this is like a, I have to do this cause I grew up in the South Bay of, uh, which is, Torrance, like not the NorCal South Bay. Mm. Um, and I have to give a shout out to the boardwalk I grew up with, which is the Redondo Beach boardwalk. Um, they had this like really creepy like boardwalk area that had basically just like a little tilt a whirl and which was clown themed. And um they had this machine that I will like never forget, which is like you put in and th- that that machine has been there since it opened. Um, you put in a quarter and then like marionettes dance for you. And it's like a little scene of like some kind of drama, I guess, <laughs> between the marionettes. And so they dance for you. So I, I do have to, you know, it's now being closed and they're putting in condos there, which is very, very sad. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. That's a bummer. Yeah, that, yeah. I've, I've been there. That's really cool. That's really I cool love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so that I do have to say that was my first boardwalk love but the santa cruz boardwalk is so iconic mm-hmm. um do you do you recall am, am i being insulting to this place that you love from my trips down there i recall it like uh uh stinking around yeah, there it smells like that, shit. yeah yeah, yeah. it smells like fish because it's right next to this open air fish market oh, and sure. yeah, the yeah. way that it is set up is like 
it's not really that open air because like it's like a like a C shape. And so like at the curve or I guess a U at the bottom curve of the U is the fish market. And then just right to the right is like this boardwalk thing with like uh games and rides and stuff, but it's all enclosed. So like all the air just like goes into it just yeah. Yeah, funnels Where straight into it. And, and there's a really yeah. like um uh like no air escaping parking garage right there. Yes. I've ridden, ridden yes. my bike Very through. Very carbon monoxide parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like really tight. So tight. yeah, car- carbon monoxide and fish all mm-hmm. merge in it's this like little trap. It's like all blowing into like a tilt-a-whirl. That's heaven to wow. I mean, that sounds great. Heaven it was, it was, I loved Earth. it. I loved it, but it is going away. So I'm very sad. But there's still the Santa Cruz boardwalk. That's yeah. Cool. yeah no um, can yeah. I mention the Coconut Grove? We haven't mentioned Please? that. Spelled uh, an anachronistic spelling of coconut with an A in the middle. Um, this is now used for like weddings and um, conferences and that sort of thing. Back, you know, we were talking about changing tastes, but in the 30s and 40s, it would host big bands like, you know, uh, fronted by Benny Goodman and Artie Shaw and uh, another reoccurring podcast, The Ride character, Xavier Coogan mentioned on the website <laughs> well of course great that's great um there's also a you're welcome walk. listeners xavier coogan is back Cougat's it's 2021 back. more zave <laughs> uh there uh there's a portion of one of the buildings called the boardwalk historium and where you can learn more about this place and um i will push anyone out of the way if you tell me <laughs> would you like to learn about the history of this seaside town yes I absolutely yeah. would. <laughs> uh, hey, and wh- one more little thing about the history of this place. Uh, they had a ride about uh, a ride called Autorama. Uh, Autorama, I'm not sure, but it was a ride a lot like the Autopia. Opened in 1961, and unlike the Autopia, it had a guardrail. So uh, Walt Disney heard about this place and heard that it wasn't constantly maiming children like the Autopia <laughs> was at the time, which was just Roman-free, no mm-hmm. guide rail. So uh, the company Arrow built the thing, and, and they built a lot of the early Disney rides. So they said, why don't you come check it out? Uh, so Walt Disney, in 1963, went up to the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk checked it out uh looked around and was like all right we should probably uh, do a guardrail i think we better do it so that's why there's a guardrail on the autopia but his trip to the santa cruz beach boardwalk led to this photo of a bunch of people <laughs> and in the center is walt disney smoking a cigarette <laughs> wow <laughs> right under the giant right dipper under the dipper yeah yeah himself having a nice puff nice crease in those pants you can tell he was sitting for a while <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Looks, very wrinkly pants. Very wrinkled pants. He looks this tired. Is not... Tired. Yeah. yeah. Worn down. Soon to die. Dead in <laughs> three years of this photo <laughs> of smoking. Okay, well, I mean, you can well see yeah, the dang lost boys are creeping around. They crave yeah. this delicious blood. <laughs> I cannot I cannot believe that the Santa Cruz boardwalk influenced someone to make like through good example to make their ride safer mm-hmm. because yeah. the Santa Cruz boardwalk is very, you know, wow. this and very ride that he's under, you said it does not feel safe to you to this day and whatsoever. yet an inspired safety. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like it's safe if you sit next to somebody that's similar in height to you, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, 
So your plus it up would be uh, maybe uh, try to even out the size of people going on the giant dipper. Try to get those leg yeah. uh, heights and widths in line. I mean, but other than that. Thing, to this day, they might have changed their lap bars to, you know how some places now do an individual, like they just slice them down the middle. So it yeah. goes to, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So maybe yeah. they've done that. But at the time when I rode in, you know, 2007 or whatever. Right. It was one, and um, I w- sat next to someone who was a good foot taller than me, so I, so I, I had a lot of space to right. fly away. I need to find someone 6'3", possibly. To hey, go you could me. ride next to the guy that rode next to me. Okay, well, if you know him, I'll hook you guys up. Him, yeah, let me know. His, uh, name, was, his name was Mike, too. Two well, Mikes? What, both. Now we have, we have Two Mikes? Common, we have the name. We, have, <laughs> we may as well be best friends. Wow, and he knows a lot about Xavier Cougat too. Yeah, well. huge, huge Zave head. And now I'm on board. <laughs> I think we're all gonna like this new Mike. We we'll uh, we'll, Mike. we'll hit him this up soon. Mike. But uh, but but for now, uh, Kelly, uh, you survive podcast the ride. Thank you so much for being here. This Thanks is so a delight to talk about this delightful place with you. Uh, and let's exit. Through the Octopus's Garden esque gift shop, uh, is there anything that you would like to plug? Sure. Um, check out my podcast, Teen Creeps. It's the podcast where Lindsay K. Tan and I talk YA Pulp Fiction. Also, check out Exile. It's my uh, narrative horror podcast. Um, it's out in its entirety. You can find it wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, follow me on everything social media, Twitch, all that. Kelly Nugy, K E L L Y N U G E E. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, cool, cool, cool. And as for us, you can find us on lots of things also at Podcast The Ride. We got merch available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Um, well, you know, I don't know where to do it, guys, but what I'd like to propose is that we all try to go find some uh, some hot chicken pies. <laughs> Might be more than 15 cents, but uh, if we find a place, let's all meet. I think Jason knows where the hot chicken pies are. Uh, so if he, if Jason could take a second out of from warning every boardwalk that their time is imminent. <laughs> He's so busy, though. I, I you know, climate change is uh, very chaotic. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, just be careful. I'm sure they're designing, you know, with, with that in mind. There is a pier. There is a pier. There's not a ton on it anymore. But, uh, you know, be careful out there. Yeah. Be careful, uh, peers. Be careful, um, peers. <laughs> uh, and uh, good day. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com. And subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.